Hey everyone, welcome again to another episode of Nerds in the City, a Central Florida podcast talking about nerd cultures, movies, games, comics, movie reviews, and events eventually happening in and around Central Florida. As always, <laughs> this is your host, Tony, with our boy, Nick. You know, it's so funny, like, I keep on thinking that, like, you're going to give me, like, you know how some people have that, that breakdown of a name, and I'm like, you know... Tony the whatever. Yeah. Like you you have like a catch name afterwards. I don't. I think we should give you a catch name. You should give me a catch name. We should we'll think about yes. one. We'll try to find my Alright. Well, well one of my that. friends calls me El Tigre. <laughs> Tony El Tigre? Tony El Tigre. Tony the Tigre? Tony the Tigre. <laughs> Tony El Tigre. I don't know. But uh Yeah. So how have everything been? How's everything been, bro? Uh, it's you know, it's funny, I know, I've been noticing the last couple of weeks, last couple of months, actually, but the last couple of weeks specifically, have been going by, like, bullets, just bam, bam, bam. Like, it's almost, like, tomorrow's Thursday already. Yeah, I know. This week went by so fast for Dude, me. I'm, I'm like, like, I feel like it blinked, and I'm just like, what? Yeah. Where'd I, you go? I think the days are blurring together so much that by the time, like, I, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's Monday, and then, like, I blinked twice, it was already Friday, so I was like. Yeah, so everything's everything is uh, repetitive to the point that you lose track of time and days. At this point, I don't think it's repetitive. I think it's just not as much. Like, I think if you fill your days with like right now, like if I just spent the entire day filling my whole day with activities from beginning to end, mm-hmm. it will it will seem like it will it will feel like a you know long time has passed. But if I just kind of just don't do anything and kind of or stick to something really simple and do that for hours on end. Yeah, those days go by like bullets. Yeah, so that's I, true. I think I just gotta fill my time with more activities. <laughs> yeah. So what do you what activities are you gonna be picking up? I think I'm just gonna just really get into the ones I, I originally started. Um, the like, I, like I have been giving time, just not. As, uh, I mean, the Borderlands took up a lot of my time. So n- now I, I kind of broke free the spell for a little bit. I'm gonna take advantage and get back to like practicing, you know, the graphic design stuff and. Hopefully, come out with some T-shirts. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. working on—some T-shirts for the for the show. So, oh no, I'm hint hint. That is it, cool. it might be in development soon, but hint hint. Some new T-shirt designs are coming out. Some merch, merch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, actually, I was thinking about this weekend that I really want to, um, because as you know, I'm I'm in the in the process of of selling my old equipment to get new one, new stuff, and uh, once I get my new equipment, I have a lot of ideas, but. Um, one thing I want to I want to focus on as far as photography and those ideas, I want to take pictures specifically to hang in my room. Okay. Yeah. And just just FYI, my my room's theme is black and melted gold. That is. <laughs> that is. So black and melted gold. Yeah, I'm style, just gonna start style spring. of photography. I'm, yeah. Oh, black. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna start grabbing random stuff in my room and spray painting it gold. Dude, there's a there's a guy who uh, he's an artist. He made a I don't know if you ever seen it. I gotta show it to you though. He basically took a bunch of like the power glove mm-hmm. and gaming system stuff like that and yeah. like sprayed it with like a gold like whatever like a resin. I don't know what it did, but it basically just made this statue of just basically like old school gaming stuff. It's awesome. Oh wow. Okay. I'm not, <laughs> send me the link. I'll look into that. It it looks like it looks like a, a like a religious antique gaming you know like deity. 
Oh, oh man. man. So, right. so let's kick so it what off. What we got going on, man? Well, let's before you know what, what you know what you know what. Before we start, I just want to give a quick shout out to Nerd Gang Universe. It's a Facebook group that me and Nick are part of, and oh yeah, there. This is one like one of the coolest communities that we've been in so far. Uh, they they're slowly growing, and uh, Chris is one of the a- uh, admins on it, or moderators, admins. I'm sorry, and he's been very helpful and like intro- like doing constant posts and interacting with other members that i have to give a great big shout out to nerd gang universe but let's kick off the news for the week so the the biggest thing that happened this past weekend was uh dc fandom so with that this episode pretty much is going to be revolving around everything that was released or uh revealed or premiered throughout the whole weekend because this is a two-parter, so the next part comes on next month, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, or October. But we'll start off. It's a two-parter? Yeah, it's wow. a two-parter. They made it into a two-parter, yeah. So, wow. Yeah, so apparently that's what they're doing. Uh, but we're going to kick off with the gaming side. Two games that came out. Uh, the first one I want to get in discussion and talk to you about was uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game. So this one was just pretty much a... They didn't show gameplay. It was just a, like oh, more of a cinematic trailer uh, that mm-hmm. depicts that the uh, they have uh, for the Suicide Squad: Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, Be- uh, Deadshot, King Shark um, fighting uh, what it seems to be Brainiac um, and, and Metropolis. And they were like, "Oh, let's get the Alpha targets," and it's revealed that is uh, Superman that is being uh, mind controlled by Brainiac. And I know we discussed this before, but the the characters itself they look pretty good. I liked it. I like the concept of it. The because every time you think Superman movie or game is always like he's a hero, so in this one he's a villain. So being that it's called Kill the Justice League, so I don't know if it's that's the the last big bad he would have to fight, or is it they would have to fight like Aquaman, Batman, in the respective uh, universe or cities. I mean, uh, you know something, one thing about, like, I mean, because I love, I mean, most superheroes, you know, I, I have a fan of Superman. I've always been, it's not that I don't like Superman, it's just I've always been hesitant with Superman. He he scares me more than I look up to him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because, dude, he's, it's, like, the way that they depict him, he is, I mean, it's, it, there's not, like, really anything he couldn't do. In my head, I'm like, how could you – if somebody wanted to stop him, how could they? And even though, you know, he, he gets into scrapes and, you know, stuff like that, like, aside from the main obvious thing, you know, he really doesn't have, like, a lot of weaknesses. So it's it's scary what he's capable of is pretty much what I'm getting at. Yeah, no, so, that's um, true. And I guess that – you know, what? The, the Boys is a great depiction of that, like – because I, I watched The Boys and I was thinking about, man, it's imagine having to stand in front of somebody like that. And that person poses you a threat. You like, even remotely angry, he can just break your, you know, like break your jaw just by like, a f- like a flick. you know, breathing on you the wrong yeah. way. <laughs> it 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 yeah, it does. It's it's more scary than anything. But the game so the game itself, uh, it, it I like the trailer, um, but I really want to see gameplay action. I feel like it's going to be comprised of how I haven't played it yet, but the beta for the X-Men game. I mean, sorry, the Avengers game. So do you think do you think the reason they don't have um, gameplay is almost like like 
Because I feel like the first thing they do it, maybe is like set up that like um, you know, set up the game, the 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 cinematic universe aspect of it, like because that sets the storyline. So you just kind of got to match, make sure the game follows the storyline. So I feel like is that like the first thing they come up with? So that's why that's all we got in the in the trailer, I guess. Is uh, just a cinematic. It's kind of like a yeah, like just yeah, just because that's all they have. So basically, they're still in the. I feel like they're super young, they're super early in the development process yeah. because of that. Sometimes they are because they, what they'll do is they'll they'll do it just to um, hype up the game and just get conversations yep. going. So when they do release more uh, gameplay footage, then mm-hmm. people are already anticipating has an idea of what they do. But then they'll just be testing with other gamers, casuals, and more uh, on mm-hmm. the professional side, just to just to get a, an aspect of like where where's the playability. And how fun it is, and depending on the metric of what they're trying to, what kind of consumer they're trying to get. I don't know. I just, I, I mean, I have yet to. I don't mean I'm. I can't say that, but I really because one thing about the cinematic universe ones, you know, like they're great. They're always great. But you know, obviously the the only thing you could hope for is not that there's a huge uh, disconnect from the the cinematic trailer to the actual gameplay. But for the most part, I would love to play one where it's like literally no difference. Like you watch that, like you can watch that trailer and it just goes into gameplay and you're just, you're sitting there like pause because you're like, wait a minute, is is this the actual game? Like that would be crazy. Yeah. Where you I, th- cannot... I, think, I think we're almost there. I think, I feel like, I, think, I mean, I think we've had games, a few close, games, but I don't, I know, I know uh, Spider-Man had that. There was sometimes there were like a cinematic, like cutscene, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'll be cutting into, and you're thinking like, oh, you're still in the cutscene is like actual playing. Like, Very true. I just I like. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. I guess there was a difference after a while, but th- that was one of the games that there the the cutscenes were went into the gameplay very uh, smoothly for me. Okay, I can yeah. I can see that. I just yeah, because you know what it is they I think they kept the cinematic part kind of relatively not simple, but so basically they, they wanted to make sure it matched as opposed to going crazy with the the movie part. Yeah, you know, and then giving you the gameplay. Yeah, because I was. I wanted to go. I want to see it going crazy on the on the uh, on the cinematic part, and it goes straight into gameplay. That'd yeah, be crazy. Yeah, I, I learned that in a very young age was never trust a trailer. Until never trust a trailer. Never trust a, a game trailer because before they used to have they used to hype up the game and and the, the graphics on it, but then when you play, is like it's nothing close to it. So ever since since a very young age, I was like, I'm not trusting the trailer. I'll wait for gameplay or. I'll find it in some form of magazine or or anything else that shows actual <laughs> like you gameplay. Need, you need something, to, yeah, because you don't want to buy because of the the trailer itself. You don't want to buy because the trailer, yeah. Actually, you know what's funny? I got caught with that with uh, when Blockbuster was a thing. I got caught with that a lot with the box. Like I uh, would pick a movie because the box looks cool, and then you get then you watch the movie itself, and it's like it looks like it was shot with a handy cam. Yeah. So they spend a lot more money on advertising to sell you on the idea of what what the movie exactly. is. Exactly. I I got caught so many times with that. I'm like, this is horrible. How does <laughs> how does anything that happens in the box cover picture happen in this movie? Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. But let's get on to the the next game was yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Go- uh, Gotham Knights. So this one is uh the story is a I think it's it shows after Batman's death. Um, is it his death or is it his appearance? Uh, it's apparent uh, apparent death. So is it the disappearance or death of Batman? Mm-hmm. And then um, following James Gordon's death, also there was I guess there's a lot of crime. 
in the city. So you're playing Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, and Red Hood. And so basically all of every person who's ever partnered up with Batman directly. Yeah, his allies. Yeah, pretty much. Well, the, well yeah, because he got the Batgirl and all the Robins. Yeah. Right? They're all, they were all Robins at one point. Yeah, they were. Well, yeah. Red Hood and Nightwing, yeah, they were both, they were both Robins originally. Um, so they're so, trying to restore justice into um, Gotham and preventing the chaos. Um, at some point during the game, it looks like the heroes, they're going to come in contact with the Court of, uh, Court of Owls. So as many people don't know, they're like a secret criminal organization of Gotham. That runs Gotham. That yeah. runs old, old Gotham. Uh, that was old as Gotham. But um, so, yeah, so it looks it looks interesting. They did show a little bit of gameplay and it gave me a lot of chills because it reminded me of Arkham Knights a little bit of that feel of gameplay. And as you know, that has been the literally almost like the only reason um, that has been the reason I have been motivated into gaming. Like I play of other games, but the only reason I bought my Xbox was because Arkham Knights. The only reason I bought my PlayStation was um, Arkham Asylum. Well, a, no, no. Which one was the City? I forgot. Oh, uh, basically it was just Arkham. Like I, yeah. one one of those Batman games. So I bought my PlayStation, my my Xbox because of the Arkham games, and I bought my PlayStation because of the Ar- my PlayStation Four because of Arkham game. Okay. So like this is just basically, I'm. I swear, if it comes out on PlayStation Five. I'm going to be super upset because I know I'm going to have to buy it now. No, it's going to come out in PlayStation 4, PlayStation <laughs> 5, Xbox One, and the Xbox Series X also. Mm-hmm. So it's, and so it's, and it's going to be on PC, if I'm not mistaken. So you're going to be able to get it on PS4. But there's a lot of... Uh, so yeah, the gameplay is amazing on it. And I like the concept that it's... It's you like this one almost like Suicide Squad is like it's revolved around Superman, but he's not the he's not the hero or he's not the person you're playing. The same as this is like a Batman world or universe, but you're not playing as Batman. You're playing as everybody else that was his allies, pretty much. Well, you and, know, and I love that like, they're taking that concept hmm. and just turning it just a little bit just to make it entertaining because people are getting bored of keep playing the same Batman game. Or for me, even though they were entertaining, I'm like, all right, I want another. We're getting another DC game, but give me something different, something, a different perspective to playing. Well, the game, the game, um, I don't know about you, but the trailer threw me a little off. The reason I said, the reason I say that is because obviously when you're playing Arkham, you're always Batman, right? Yeah. So the gameplay is always through Batman. So the storyline is always Batman. So in this case with multiple characters, I'm, th- I'm thinking it was going to be kind of like Spider-Man where you play certain parts of the game as specific characters. You know, one part you'll be you'll be Batgirl, uh, uh, yeah, Batgirl. And then another part you'll be, um, you know, be each character basically. So yeah. like kind of like when you were in Spider-Man, you were Miles Morales for a couple of parts of it. You were um, uh, Mary Jane in a couple parts of it. So you you would switch through characters to to play certain levels. Yeah. Um, but that threw me off too, just because if you watch the trailer. It seems like there's parts. It seems like it's a multi multiple player multiplayer multiplayer game. Yeah, they, it's like two people can play at once. Yeah, they ha- they're gonna have a two two player cooperative uh, multiplayer mode, uh, mm-hmm. where the second player could drop in and uh, in and out anytime without affecting the other one. But you know what that means that that what that tells me anyways is that basically you you can play the the storyline is gonna be um, general where you can play at each as each character. 
Yeah. So it's not going to be a storyline specifically to 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 one or the other. It's going to be one that's playable for every character. Yeah, but I think there is going to be. I feel. I think it's going to be that way, possibly. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, yeah. I think it's going to have that option that that one character mm-hmm. strength is going to be more needed in that situation than another. Oh, so it's going to be more like kind of like when you, you remember how the the the, the kind of the, the um, dress. Uh, sorry. Jumanji kind of did a great job of it, and those old games used to do that, where it seems like each character, you know, each character had like you know three or four like the strength and weak criteria, yeah, specific. Yeah, and then it, you know one would be one be fast, but then would not be weak. One would be strong, but then be slow. And yeah, there's always that middle character that would actually kind of be evened out on everything. Yeah, the neutral character. Yeah, mm-hmm. the one, but you can play him on everything because. He has a little bit more, you know, even though he doesn't have as much strength as the strongest guy, he's faster than that person. Or he doesn't have as much speed as his fastest girl. He's stronger than that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I wonder if it's going to be like that, which yeah. it would be interesting to see who it is. Now, I'm sorry to interrupt, but the one person who the only question I real question I really wanted to ask was, is that Tim Drake or is that um, Damian Wayne? Ooh. Because, I mean, you have Jason Todd, yeah. which was Red Hood, which, uh, yeah, yeah, he was Robin and, and became uh, Red Hood. You obviously have uh, um, um, uh, the original Robin. Uh, why am I, like, blanking on his name right now? Um, oh, really going to leave me hanging like that? Yeah, um, Dick Grayson? Dick, Ray- Dick Grayson, yes. You can have Dick Grayson because <laughs> he becomes Nightwing. Because he becomes Nightwing. Or, or, um, so the question is, the la- the Robin... Um, which I think you can tell based on his outfit, but I couldn't tell because I think if he has a hoodie, um, that's uh, Tim Damian Wayne's. But I can't. Is it? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I really want to know be, which it is because because Jason Todd becomes Red Hood. So I well, think. No, yeah, so they, the, I, don't, I don't know if it's gonna be Damian Wayne or Tim Drake. It's, it's gonna be either or. No, no. So I'm saying it's between those two. But obviously, for me, I would the storyline for um, Damian Wayne would be super awesome. Yeah. But so, they, I don't I'll think they confirmed who who who's actually which Robin is that one under the mask. Yeah, they didn't. So yeah, but the games, both games <sighs> are good, and I'm super excited. To, I want to get more gameplay footage for Suicide Squad, but the Gotham Knight, I'm definitely gonna get. Definitely, I'm gonna. It's right on your it's, wish list. It's, your on my, list. it's on my wish list for two for the PS5. <laughs> oh man, I am. You know what it is. I gotta finish a game. I have not finished a game in now even the um what is it called? The one you let me, the Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. It, these games put a spell on me and I swear I don't do anything but play it every free moment I have. And then for some something break that, that like that spell for a little bit and I try I'm afraid to go back. Yeah, and I got you. So I have not finished Red Dead Redemption or well or technically Borderlands doesn't really end. Yeah. Pretty much. All right, so let's get into the movies and TVs yeah. reveals of um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, DC fandom. So first, we'll do a small one. Was it was uh, the Flash season five, uh, season seven? I'm sorry, they did a trailer. Um, so it's going right into from where season six ended off. Um, but the the thing Honestly, with wait. the thing with season mm-hmm. six. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Just... Yeah, I'm not gonna reveal anything. Uh, with season okay, six, because yeah, I'm like I'm to catch up. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. So season six, 
uh, I don't know. Well, Nick doesn't know because he hasn't caught up yet. Was that they ended the season early? They ended on uh, on. No, I'm saying this ended the season early on episode 19. So okay. which was nor- they're normally like a 23 episode uh, se- uh series, and they yeah. ended up like either episode 18 or 19 because of the whole um COVID and production and oh, everything. They, they stopped they it. Um, they okay. I don't know if they were still recording or they just were not releasing anything. Mm. Um, so they stopped. They stopped um showing any everything in season uh, season six. So I guess they ended it off. So now they're starting season seven fresh. With I think they're introducing those three ep- three or four episodes to build up into what season seven is it is going to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's one small thing. I, I know I was not going to talk and spoil it because I know you haven't <laughs> caught up. I mean, it's it. it's my fault. It's, you know something I I can't begrudge. You know you guys who are listening and you who who, who were discussing it because it's my fault for not catching up. Yeah. So it's it, you know if it gets ruined for me, it's fine. It's just, it's my own fault. Yes. Yeah, so uh, another one is uh, Neil G- uh, Gaiman's um, Sandman has been is even been in some type of production, and is confirmed as going to be it with Netflix slowly bo- going into product and development for his. But the thing with that is that the graphic novel was set in the eighties, um, early nineties. Um, but now they're moving it to when they when they produce it or when they present it is going to be current day. So it's going to be 2020. So they're adjusting the time frame of it a little bit. But let's see what changes um, what changes because of the climate change of how everything was in the 80s and 90s. So let's see how they're I think they'll be able to adapt it depending how their main storyline is going to be and how they're going to take it from graphic novel to uh, streaming. You know, it's funny. I'm curious because I, I, it looks it's funny because that looks like it's up my wheelhouse in regards to, um, you know, the, the kind of gothic, kind of dark type, you know, supernatural type thing. Um, and it, for some reason, it's been building. This I don't know if you noticed, in the last couple of months, I've, I've slowly been hearing a lot more about um, the Sandman as far as that, that, comment, that series. And not in necessarily regards to this Netflix show, but um, I think that... Um, the guy who plays uh, um, Professor Xavier in uh, Days of Future Past, mm-hmm. um, I get his name, but anyways, I know he's been. I know. I, I know he was featured as an audio, like a kind of like a voiceover for the like a reading of the graphic novel or something like that. So it's it's been slowly building as far as you know them t- discussing it, the graphic novel. Um, oh, Gene's so I've been seeing a lot more. Yes. Yes. So I'm really curious about it, and obviously this is all building to a TV show, which I'm hoping they do well. Because I mean, with all this hype and all this build up, you know, people are going to be expecting a lot. Yeah. So let's see what happens. All right. So let's get into another one. Is uh, they they already had a small updates of Aquaman two and Shazam two. So Shazam two is going to be called Shazam: Fury of the Gods. And one of the funniest thing about the panel was Sinbad was there to confirm that he's, <laughs> he's his involvement in the movie. But it could be like a huge joke about him being there was a you know how that uh, what do you call the Mandela effect that there was a movie called yes. Shazam that he was a genie. So I don't know if it was no, just a joke on that itself or if, if he actually is going to have uh, involvement. You know, in okay, the but movie. you okay, but you are aware. The Mandela effect. Okay, um, 
the the reason they brought up the Mandela effect, the reason he came up for Shazam, um, because no, he was not the genie. It was Shaq. Shaq was a genie. Yeah, I know. No, I know. I, 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 wasn't it, it wasn't Shaq called Kazam or something like that with a K? Yeah, and it was. That's a, that's another thing too. It was not. Um, it wasn't even Shaquille Shazam. Yeah, it was something else. But I think so. But it's just, I you know, you don't understand how much I love that kind of stuff. Anything that plays with mind trick uh, tricks of the mind. Mm-hmm. Where uh, what was it? Um, the Monopoly guy didn't have a monocle. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's so many little things that we we believe are true, and but it never actually happened. And it's not that people are like conspiracy theory. People are like, you know, throwing it out there. It's just we, for some reason, as like a whole, just remembered a, a, a different way than it was. Yeah. So he was there, mm. which was funny. Yes. Sorry for cutting off right into that. <laughs> no, 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 I'm sorry. No, you're good. But other than that, was the next one was um, Aquaman two. They were they only said was that they're expanding the underwater fantasy world. With some more serious tone and culturally re- relevant themes, I guess uh, pollution and all that with it. I'm assuming um, they did say yeah. that they did confirm that Patrick Wilson is coming back as Ocean Master. That's, oh, that's a I mean, I guess I uh, what about because um, he was cool. I had no issues with him. I liked him as a as a character, but I was more interested still in um, um, Black Manta. Oh yeah. So I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. They haven't come. They he might come back. We we don't know. So I, I'm hoping he does. He was great in the movie. Oh, he's a great character. I like him as an actor. He's he always gives a role a lot more intensity. Yeah, he does. All right. So let's get into so. the big movies now that were had some. You want to go? Let's all right. Let's. I'm gonna do the worst to the best. The worst to the best. Okay. All right. Go for so it. the worst one for me was, I would say, the uh, Justice League Snyder Cut trailer. It's not really a, like, <laughs> like, it's not really a movie. Like, I know. That's, it, you know, you know, it's not. It's a four part miniseries because that's how they're releasing and, it. It's just funny because, you know, and I think I mentioned it to you before. It's, it's, this idea that it, it it really it just gets me it's crazy to me is that there is a trailer for a director's cut of a movie that already happened like yeah that blew my mind in my head I'm like has that ever been something that happened no, like it, it like it's being presented as a completely completely different movie like and and if it accomplished that that's amazing like if I could watch this movie and not not even know that this is the same movie as the other Justice League. I mean, the same. Wow. You mean the other Justice, the same Justice League, not other. It's the same. Well, no, no. Uh, well, no, no. I it, it is, but that's what I'm saying. If if I can watch both movies and think that they're completely different movies, like that's amazing. Like, you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, um, a Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Because you know how it came out with the, the Brotherhood and the regular one, so, so they, they were uh, the same exact story. Sort of yeah. So here's here's what that one is mm. was that with Full Metal Alchemist when it came out, they got to the point that the manga was they went beyond where the manga was at, so they had to continue. They made their own stories after that. 
mm-hmm. right? So Brotherhood came out, which they were more, and that at that point, I guess the manga was done. So they were more aligned to how the manga came out. So that's why they were like, it's so different. And that's why they came out with two, because Full Model Alchemist, when it came, there was a, at a certain point, I forgot what epo, what episode or what season was it, that they just went off the rails because they the, it was beyond the manga's point where the manga was at. It probably was early because, I mean, to justify an entire series to be rerun like that, I'm guessing it was super early in the, the series. Like maybe like after the first season or something like that, that was it. Um, and then they, you know, it got so popular that they it went so well. But that, that's what I'm saying is like, I'm just, if they can give me that kind of a distinction between those two movies, like if this movie has that kind of feeling where it's completely different, it's, I'm, 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 I'll be flabbergasted. I mean, that just basically means that all the movies that we've been bashing on because it's not as good as we wanted it to be can have a secret, like a secret cut, like a secret, you know, gem in it. And that's crazy to me. Yeah, but the trailer didn't cut it. The song choice. You don't think so? Was I think that was horrific. What? The, no. What? It was like the worst song they picked. No. Nope. Wait. wait, wait I'm, what was the song again? Um, I'm trying to remember this. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up. Because uh, I remember, I remember, I liked the song, the, the song choice. I just felt like the way it was cut that it, it made it seem like a fan made trailer. It was a Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. I thought that was, I thought that was a good choice in song. They could have probably just used maybe a mix, like a different mix, like they do with certain trailers, to kind of match the speed of the movie uh, of the trailer. That's the only reason that I think that the song and the trailer was a little off, just because uh, it felt, like I said, it felt like a um, a fan made trailer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But... Like, because that's the one thing I noticed about fan made trailers; they always feel like between the song that they choose and the speed and the tone of the, they can be a little off, and that's the only reason I felt like it's off. I thought the song was okay. I just felt that it was it. It's a good song. It, it just it, it just it didn't it felt it, off. Yeah, it didn't completely sell me or didn't go along with what they're trying to portray as a trailer itself. Okay. I'm uh, excited. I'm just excited just because it's just I'm excited for it could literally just fail and be literally um the same exact movie with like five different parts to it. Yeah. But I'm excited just to the idea that we can revisit some of the movies that we were disappointed with and possibly find cuz I'm not, I mean, if, okay, how about this? I know for a fact that, let's say Suicide Squad, I they shot a completely different movie. Like, that's one that you can actually make this justification as well, because uh, from what I understand, they shot a completely different movie, um, and they had to basically reshoot when, from the rumors I hear, or whatever, um, after the trailer came out, and obviously the people that cut the trailer and they cut the movie are different people. And they... They ultimately made one movie, and the trailer presented a whole different one, and they had to cut the movie to fit that that trailer type thing. Or like they, so I don't know. Or maybe they could even do with uh, what was it? Um, I'm just thinking, what is it? Back to the Future. How they? Wow. Yeah, I'm thinking like, oh, let's let's. Uh, you know how they had Eric Schultz as the original you Marty know? McFly. And they're like, let's you just release a movie <laughs> with Eric Schultz to see how it fares no. compared so to. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if like they do that, right? So they release um, the beginning of the movie with uh, Eric Schultz, and then end the movie with Marty McFly, but basically justify saying that um, you know, I don't know, like 
they they ended up with a different like she ended up with a different guy. Oh, okay, you know, got like, it. <laughs> like you know, maybe it was uh, maybe like, but maybe at that point they broke up, and she ended up and he ended up marrying somebody completely. Like she ended up getting with somebody different, and that's why they got Eric Schultz. But then they changed things up, and the relationship was so strong that they never break up. So Eric Schultz turns into Martin McKinnon, turns oh, into God. Michael J. Fox. Yeah, like, they changed <laughs> characters, actors in the middle of the movie. Uh, Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing if, if they start doing that, where it's like, let's go through old movies and start seeing if there's enough cut scenes that we can actually cut another movie. Yeah, there probably is. You, you never know. You just never know. It's crazy, though. Like, you, like what movie? Like, I'm OK, so obviously don't touch the good ones. Right. Don't touch the movies that I've already been praised and, and revered, whatever. What I would do uh, is but, a whole all the Transformers movies. Find them and recut them. Oh man! And I think they might be better movies, possibly. You, if you cut some characters, you imagine and some storyline structure. Can you imagine if they do the uh, what was that uh, Dragon Ball Z um, Evolution series? Is that the one where they they uh, they basically just cut all the the fill? Oh, and they made, uh, Kai Dragon Ball Kai. Yes. <laughs> they take all the Transformers movies and cut it into one movie. Yeah, just take all the good parts of all of them. Yeah, like, <laughs> just all the good good parts. Yeah, take all the fill, like all the unnecessary like driving and, and explosions that nobody cared about. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so well, uh, now that was the one. worst movie. Uh, second to that one, second worst one was the new Wonder Woman 1984 trailer, which had the first look of Cheetah in it. And boy, that CGI looked bad. You know, I'm really disappointed is that, I mean, I don't know. Like, I really felt that they were going to do something different. I really, because, you know, that's kind of what people, I feel like that's what kind of people were going to expect to see. But obviously, it's almost like, um, okay, for example, so, like, let's say if I go to Longhorns, right, and I order a steak from there, I know what I'm going to get. Yeah. I'm okay with that. That's, right, that's what I'm going to get. But then you decide to go to Fuca Chow or some really upscale steak place, and you order a steak, and it tastes just as Longhorns. And you're just like, well, you know, I, I expected more because I was at this place. Like, so it's like, it's not bad. It's just you, you expected way more. more. Yeah. Exactly. So I thought, honestly, I thought they were going to do more of a practical, um, practical, practical makeup. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was really hoping for that. That's what I was hoping for mostly. But no. Yeah, because they made her, they made her more, they had made her look more like an animal than they, than I think even the cartoon version of that character. Yeah. Because the cartoon version of the character just looks like a hot furry woman. Like, this one they actually just made it look like a cat that stands up. Like yeah. it, it looks like one know, of the cats that didn't make the cut in the movie Cats. And yes, <laughs> yes. I felt like yeah. this was the one. Like this was the one that Jennifer uh, Jennifer Hudson beat out. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. And, and she was still they were still she was still in the suit and she had to get work. She's like, oh well, just put you in Wonder Woman, and that's it, right no, there. Yeah. Learn from those mistakes. Learn from that. Like even that movie, I mean, it was unnecessary, but had better CGI than this. Like, yeah, it did. Like, I know that they made that movie got made fun of for the CGI for the cats. Like, I don't know. I just felt like I thought it was gonna be a practical makeup, 
Um, and then maybe you can superimpose more abilities like, than yeah. anything else. But that's the thing. Even the ones in cast, if they would have made it that look for it mm. in, in Wonder Woman, I think it would be more uh, accepting or more passable to take in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It's something... It, it's The movements are too it fast in what they showed. So I'm like, I'm scared to see when it's, when it's slowed down and she, they have actual dialogue talking to each other to see how bad it's going to look. But we'll yeah, find but out. I, it's I, coming I out. Next, it comes out in two months, so... I just didn't understand the purpose of it. Like, like you know, honestly, like I mean, it, it, out of all the things that you could have done, CGI, I find that to be least desirable. Like, why? Like, like I, I just, I just don't, I don't get it. Like, I'm just in my head. I really didn't understand why they had to go to such a far fetched CGI version of that character. Yeah. Like that, they could have literally just put her in really cool makeup and called it a day, and then that was it. Like. <laughs> but yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, people were waiting for this and they were excited about it, by it, whatever. And they were sadly and disappointed. It was, and I know there's fans of the of Wonder Woman and even of Cheetah as a character, as a good adversary to Wonder Woman. They were like, it just didn't. That's the most it, common. She's the most common character, I think. As far as her, her and didn't make the cut in the way it looks, so it's very hard to take in. But you, you just. You never know until you see it, but as of right now, it's not looking good. So it is. And, what and it is you know what it is? It's the buildup. I think it was the buildup that really just kind of just made it, just gave it the ultimate like fail. Like if they would have shown that from the first trailer, then you know people would have been disappointed. But eh, whatever, it would have been like Sonic the Hedgehog. Maybe they would have gotten. Maybe they've been Enough able to change feedback it. to change it. Yes, exactly. Great example. That was a great example right there. They waited to like when but, the movie's about two two months out. You're like, oh, you already got your pre-order tickets. So you're too bad. Yeah, like almost like if you invite somebody to to a free screening uh, to a movie or something like that, and then you wait till like the very last minute to go like, only have one ticket, so you got to sneak in. Like what? <laughs> like <laughs> you dropped the bomb now? Yeah, I know. So yeah, it was it was such a build up. Everything else was okay. I mean, everything else was interesting. You know, they were clean. Everything else was clean. Yeah. And then yeah, this character just dropped, and you're like, what? So, ah, well, yeah. hopefully the movie is something different. Anyways, yeah. um, so, so let's okay, get on to the next. One? This is in the positive side now. Now we get into the bo- we're, positive. We're, we're in the positive of yes. the balance here, the balance for the, okay. for the for the movie side. So for okay. uh, trailers or revealed uh, revealed uh, teasers, it's a Suicide Squad characters were confirmed and behind the scenes trailers were revealed. Uh, for the James Gunn, the Suicide Squad. So I'm excited. I'm, I am I'm, excited. The panel was fun. Uh, they all were very interactive. And I think James Gunn did a great job casting and the characters he used to do. He chose, yeah. he chose for this because it's, I don't know if it's considered a sequel or a reboot, depending how the story structure is at. Because a lot of very only what two characters carried over three characters carried over. From well, the two, the two Harley main, Qu- uh, yeah, Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn, um, uh, Jack Flag, I think it was something. Yeah, that, Captain right? Jack Flag and um, yep. Captain Boomerang. Oh, and also um, the the head of everything. Oh, uh, um, Amanda Waller. Amanda Waller, yeah. But I'm talking. Which, honestly, I had, I had no complaints about Amanda Waller. I think she was a perfect character to play that. Oh, she was. A, yeah, she was cast a great, great for the first one. But yeah, a lot of the other characters 
we'll see what happens if, if they're going to address what happened to the other ones or is it they're going to just do a, a clean reboot of it? Um, I don't think it's going to be a reboot. The thing is about the Suicide Squad is, is the way I interpret it. It's kind of like American Horror Story. Yeah, the everything where... changes every every time. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's it's never supposed to be the same people because that's the whole point is that they just take any any yeah. prisoners they can Pretty and build much. a team from it. Um, it sometimes you have more common characters, which I mean, I think this was supposed to be more of a franchise for uh, Will Smith. Um, yeah. Because I think uh, uh, Deadshot has been more of a uh, staple, staple character, character for Suicide. Yeah. Um, but no, this is a uh, so this is gonna be interesting. I mean, I'm I'm excited just because, I mean, I know James Gunn, and obviously the most the thing he's most well known for right now is Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. and that's just about taking kind of oddball characters that nobody knows about and introducing them to the world, um, and you fall in love with them. And honestly, I think based on the silliness of the characters that they picked, I think it's gonna be great. Yeah, I think I mean, the chemistry, they, they don't, the chemistry of the characters and how he portrays them on screen is going to be great. Well, because uh, what was it? I think when it comes to the the the, the David Ayers version of, of, of Suicide Squad, I think he, I mean if it fit with what he wanted, he just picked very dark, ominous characters. Um, so they're and they're more, you know, realistic in a sense, I guess. So in this case, he picked uh, uh, James Gunn picked characters that he wanted, which were. He, he's embracing the silliness of it. Like, I mean, you got uh, one guy who's going to be, uh, one character's going to play the Boca Dot Man, uh, Rat Catcher. Like, you know, you have these very kind of oddball, very weird, very kind of like even cartoony like looking characters. And they're in full costume. Yeah. That's what I love about it. It's not, they're not, they're not in anything that kind of downplays kind of the comic, the comic book version of them. They're literally in the same, those same outfits, which, I think it's a genius way to, to handle it. I mean, just just turn into the curve, go into the the you know the ridiculousness of the comic books, and just you know introduce the characters the way they were intended, and but and then go into something more real from there. But I think it's great. I'm excited. Um, yeah. Is there any particular character that you that that kind of that you were excited like that kind of hit you? Um, I, well, the only one that caught my attention uh, is Javelin. And Polka Dot Man, because I know that the characters that play them for that cast, and yeah. uh, the one that plays Javelin is I'm trying to put. Let me pull up, pull up his name. Well, oh, you... he's from Pitch Perfect. Oh yes, yes. He is the yes. he is the German competition in Pitch Perfect two. If I'm not mistaken, yes, that's him. <laughs> yeah. So F- and because they kept on saying how funny he was. Yeah, they kept on saying how funny he was, and I'm like, man. I know his face, but I could not place it. And then I realized the one movie that I can actually place him in, and he, yeah, he was hilarious. Yeah, and the other one was um, the guy that plays is playing um, Polka Dot Man, uh, David David uh, Bast Bastelman, Bastelchain, Bastelchain. Yeah, dude, I'm excited about him just because I I've seen him in movies. He's he he has a weird. Okay, so I've seen him in movies. I I think he plays funny as well. But he has like such an intense look to his face that it's so funny that he spoke it out, man. Like, <laughs> just, yeah. But his 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 resume. Such a, he was in uh-huh. Ant Man. He was in the Dark Knight. He was in uh, Ant Man yep. and the Wasp. He was in. He's going to be in the upcoming Dune. He was in Blade Runner wow. twenty forty nine. He was in the Blecko, uh Belco Experiment, which is another good movie. Bird Box. 
I don't that one. I haven't seen that one. Yeah. So um no, and I think he's I think it was I think it was such an interesting choice to make him like literally the most I guess out of all of them the, mo- uh, goofy the most goofy looking like ridiculous looking character. Like I, I just the choices are amazing to me. Like, okay, so you have Ratcatcher and yeah. uh it's Ratcatcher two. Ratcatcher two. I, I remember, yeah, so I don't know if it's his daughter. Obviously Ratcatcher seems like uh sewer dwelling, kinda dirty person who just kinda talks you know, communicates with rats or whatever. And they have a, a um an actress who I don't even I feel like she came from the modeling industry. She's a beautiful woman. So I feel like that's such a a change in tone, obviously, from the character to the actor, that I think it can play for a great character. I think it can play for an interesting character. So the choices are just amazing. And then and then you have um uh John Cena um and when he he himself described the character, he said it was like a douchey Captain America. I I'm like, you know something? If I was to ever create a character like that and I would want to cast it, I probably would pick John Cena. Yeah. Like it just it's just a perfect so far based on everything I've heard, it's a perfect cast. Based on everything, it seems like a perfect casting. Yeah, but the one that so, you who's your I think there's one that for me that stand, stood out for you than everybody else. Let's see who you think I was. For me? Think. Yeah. Go for it. What do you think? Peter Capadelli. Oh. <laughs> Capo, Capo All right. So, if I, like thinker. I I've told you, the thinker. Uh, so, I've, obviously, it's not the thinker specifically that Tony's referencing, if anybody's listening. Because um, the thinker is a great character, I'm sure, but I, I don't know too much about him. But the reason he, he referenced that character is because he is one of the doctors of Doctor Who. Yeah. Um. And yes, I am a huge fan of Doctor Who, and actually, I'm a huge fan of that that particular actor who plays him. I think he did a great job with the character. Um. I literally sometimes just Google, I do. I mean, YouTube uh, speeches he made in the show because they they were so cool. All right. So, to top mm-hmm. it off, let's finish off with the final, last trailer that was released or teaser or trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was the Batman with. Robert Pattinson, and this was amazing. It was gritty. It's, it's so grounded, crazy. and like everything that was a what people was worried about was answered. And I don't know. I'm like, I I think I watched that trailer three or four times after after I watched it the first time. So okay, so I have a mixed emotions on this one. I I I did enjoy. It. I liked it. Because remember, my biggest thing is that I wanted to be was that I wanted him to be his. No other movie really referenced this. He's always fighting something that's in front of him, right? He's always like, like a vigilante. Yeah. You know, and that's something that that dark. You know, the Batman is considered, but technically, I mean, I've always seen him as what his original iteration was, which was a detective. Yeah. You know, you know, he's always and one of my favorite characters, uh, Raja Ghul, always refer to him as a detective, you know, and I don't think any other movie really kind of honed in on that. He was always just going in like a blunt object and taking care of business and maybe doing it in a smart way, but it was never trying to figure out crimes. Like, so when I heard this movie and I felt like they were going to make it more of a detective noir, ah, dude, I got excited. I'm still excited. I'm just hoping it goes in that way. But I felt like the trailer, although it looked beautiful and it did, uh, did have some details of it. 
it did not answer any of my questions. Like, I still feel like I'm 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 holding out for reservations, like to make a final judgment. Yeah. I mean, beautiful looking, gritty, like you said, um, intense character. Um, but it, I think it really did a good job of showing, which I think trailers should always be like this, of showing enough without actually telling you anything about the movie. Yeah, and that that's what it did. I learned nothing. I learned nothing about the movie. Yeah, you don't know. You you know line. you kind of already know who's gonna be his, who they're gearing, to, who they're turning to for his supervillain or his big bad would be the Riddler. But which which would be reserved on that one too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's what they're showing you, but you just never know if there's gonna be something different at the end of it. You know what I mean if there was a big twist or, or or that's what you know how like Marvel does it. Uh, with uh, mm-hmm. Avengers, like they'll show you things in the movie that's not in the movie, but tell you kind of what it's going to be looking like, but not the actual story. And I'm and I'm hoping it is like that. I hope it's it's like I hope it's because similar to the DC uh, animated universe, um, like especially when it comes to the Batman uh, animated movies, not necessarily the, the more current iteration, like but like the ones based on the the animated series itself, the mm-hmm. TV show, um. Those uh, the movies they made out from that because it was never who you thought it was because he would go through he would go through his list of role gallery trying to figure out who did what they did based on you know specific things and it was never them and it's always somebody who may not even be like a huge part of this role gallery like no this must be the Riddler no it must be Penguin it must be this no it's always like some other person he affected and you might not even know about and I love that and I hope that's how, that's the way it is. I mean, if it's a Riddler, great. I just hope that they, and based on the actor who is playing him, I I hope it's a very detailed, like kind of character study of who oh, he was Dano, and who he yeah. is. And, yeah, dude. I mean, I think he can play such an intense version of that character. Oh yeah, he um, can. And I'll, and dude, yo, know, my mind was the one thing that did blow my mind though. Yeah. Because I know most people, most people are gonna say it's the the punch, you know. Um, but was that when I found after the trailer. I, I started reading little comments, you know, on social media stuff. Yeah. About Colin Farrell, and I'm like, Oh yeah. What? That doesn't look <laughs> like, nothing what like. What are you him. talking about? <laughs> oh, that that blew my mind. Like. Yeah, it was. Wow. That you see, that's great practical effects. And that is Eddie. Look at that. I mean, and you know, it's so funny because they were referencing that he looks like. Um, Another actor you see in a lot of sitcom comedies and stuff like that, um, which I thought was funny. The dad from I One Day Years? Can't wait. Is, that the, is that what he was? No, he wasn't the dad from One Day Years. He was a dad from One Day Years, although what the dad from One Day Years. I think, he, I think that's one that they referenced. I, the one that I saw was that they were referencing that he yeah. looks like the dad from One Day Years. I just had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but no, I just, I really, yeah. The trailer... The trailer definitely got caught my interest. I'm just super. I guess it did what it's supposed to do. It made me hungry for more. Yeah. Um. Definitely. So I can't wait. Hopefully, I get the movie before I get fed that. I really just want to get into the movie already. Um. <laughs> All right. No, I was. I, I, oh, no, because the one thing I know that people are going to be talking about, which I think this is uh, literally, I saw a bunch of people online talking about, like the thing that sold him, sold them. They they were okay with it, like. They were all after all the ridicule and everything about Robert Pattinson. They were watching the trailer and they're like, "Oh, this is not bad." But the the, the part where he is taking out one of the villains, one yeah, of the the, uh, the the fight scene, yeah, the punch, yeah, yes, that uh, that 
so many people commented on that about like that was like their thing. Like, wow, I got sold on that. So I'm I'm interested in that too because I mean, that was intense. It wasn't just like, you know, he he disabled like basically you know he fights a bunch of criminals at once, you know, and he's able to hold himself off. But in this case, he just beats one of them enough that uh, the rest of them are just kind of like, yeah, I'm not I'm not messing with him. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm excited. So what else we got? Is there yeah, anything else in DC? It. Yeah, that's pretty much all of it for for what we uh to put everything together what happened with a DC fandom weekend or day cuz there's only that's a lot of information that was set out for 24 hours which was crazy but you know yeah. it was fun and then we'll see what's coming up next week i think there's a n- two trailers coming out this week i haven't heard rumors about but i don't want to see what it is until they're released but all right guys we're going to take a quick break and come back to Nix's corner review Hey everyone, welcome back to Nix's Corner Review. Wow, wow, wow. What movie we got today to re- that we were going to review, Nix? So today we have uh, a David Ayer movie called The Tax Collector. Um, this is uh, this actually got a lot of buzz. We actually discussed it a couple times in regards to um, the Shia LaBeouf's character or just Shia LaBeouf in general. Um, that he got the massive uh, t- uh, tattoo uh, done on his uh, chest for this movie. So, yeah, I mean, this movie got its own buzz. So, like, let's get into it. Um, so, just kind of give you a little bit of background in the movie before we kind of give our our like you know two cents on it. The movie is basically just about these. It starts off with these uh, two guys. Uh, they look like they've been lifelong friends. Um, they're like enforcers for a, a crime syndicate or cartel or what have you. Um, and they can, they call themselves the tax collectors. Cause I guess what they do is essentially just charge, um, a percentage of every criminal activity throughout the entire city. And I guess they have enough clout where no one ever tries to like, it's, it's almost, it's almost like it's, it's hard to even consider going against them that's how that's the kind of power that they they wield um and obviously going into the movie uh something happens where that dynamic is changed and you know it gets intense so if anybody knows uh david air movie um obviously we were talking about earlier both suicide squad but uh to be more specific uh let's see like you know he has a huge film array um, you have End of the Watch. You have uh, uh, Bright. Um, I believe the f- first movie he did was uh, that everybody that caught his attention was Training Day. So this movie actually can't like can't, like I mean he's basically become known for this type of movie because you have Training Day, you have Street Kings. You know, like there's a lot of movies that kind of carry this kind of like dark, kind of like violent you know, nature to it. So, um, before I give him my critique, what do you, what do you want? Like, what do you think? Uh, so, so good things about it was the movie was, uh, written. Well, I think the, the way that the pacing was, was great. The storyline, the story structure, uh, most of the characters I did like, uh, 
yeah, for the things I don't like is I don't think they utilize um, Shia LaBeouf's character enough. Um, I felt he was like the Hulk in the last two Avenger movies. Like you knew that he was a badass, but they didn't allow him to show it. That was one of my biggest critique with this movie. Like the, the buildup of how his character was at the beginning. Um, and, and you could tell he was like more the uh, enforcer of the two. He was the one that, that, mm-hmm. that made things happen or if things need to go down, he was the first one to, to throw a fist, shoot the, pull out a gun. Mm-hmm. He was the first one to do everything. And I think, and the way they portrayed him is like, he's a no nonsense, uh, off the cuff, quick to react, fast twitch. Like he just, and, and I wanted to see that. I wanted to see his man, his full potential of what he's able to do not of an idea of what he could possibly do. And I think that's what that, I gotcha. that's what took me away from the movie um for some uh for the most part because I was I was really I was really intrigued with his character and overall sense of it that I already kind of knew um uh his counterpart I'm trying to figure out his name was it in the movie. But yeah, like at, at the sense of huh? His name was Creeper. No, 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 no. That was a Child of character. No, oh, you mean uh, the other, the other actor? Yeah, the other actor, the guy that was playing uh, the main the main character, yeah, yeah, uh, David. David, yeah, that was yeah. which is funny. Yeah, um, so yeah, it was uh, his character from the like within the first ten minutes. I already knew his uh, his uh, background. Like I was already I already understood like where his mentality is at, where he's trying to head to. Like you already understood what was his goal at the end for the movie. Since the beginning, what was his going to be his arc? And but Creeper or Shia LaBeouf's character, you're like, this is going to be his ride or die, and I want to see what he's able, he's capable of doing, and it just didn't. And I think it, it just took away from the movie. Like I said just earlier, it just took away from the movie for me. What about you? So, uh, I'm the best way I could describe this movie for me. It feels like. A masterpiece painting, paint like some you know somebody took like you know you could think about the most beautiful masterpiece uh, artwork you could think of, and then somebody tried to recreate that masterpiece with a paint by numbers, yeah, like system, right? Or somebody took that masterpiece and just did a a printout version of that, and that's what this feels like, because I felt there was such a great movie in it, and I don't. Unfortunately, I just don't feel like it came out. I don't think it was a bad movie. By no means, I don't think it was a bad movie. It just it felt like there was such a great movie in there, and I just wanted to see it, but I didn't get to. So, And I think what happens is they kind of go with more aesthetic kind of like choices as far as uh, let's, let's make this look, let's do this thing, um, and then or let's tell this long story instead of developing the characters. Like, I wanted to know more about uh, the Creeper's character. Like, what was his background? Where did he come from? Stuff like that. And the main character, the main actor, um, David, I wanted to know. I wanted to care about him. I just didn't. And that was where I think the movie lost me. It's like, it just felt like it, it, it wanted to tell, you know, tell all this elaborate story rather than try to build on the characters. And I started to think about it because, you know, Training Day is revered as, you know, great movie. And it's the same director. And kind of same, you know, tone. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So what was the difference? And in my head, I think it was because that movie, although it had a lot of layers to it, it told a really simple story. It like you know, with everything going on in the background, the story itself was super simple, you know, in regards to what happened. So I think that that's what that's what this movie suffered from. It it was just it was complicated. They're not, I guess it just felt like it, it would have. I wish it would have been a like. I wish it was more into the characters. I wish I would have known more about the actors and everything. Um, and it, like you said, you, you're right. I think Shy. I, every time Shy was on the screen, I was like intrigued, and it just felt like they never actually utilized him. Like yeah. he was not. He was not really. Like, I felt like you know it was about to go down, and then what? What happened? Nothing. Like, no, it's a, you know it felt like. Um, so and I the wasn't. Thing, and once, the other thing was like he got this big chest piece tattoo, but I didn't even remember him seeing it. On yeah, screen. supposedly it was like a very small, very small clip where he had a shirt open, and you could see it, but. Um, it wasn't like a full and more than likely, I don't think he got it for the movie. I think he just got it because like he's like, I think he's more like a method actor. Like he lives those roles. So yeah. I think he just got it because he got into the the character. Yeah. Um, and but, you know, the only thing I think, too, is that and I felt like, you know, maybe it it wasn't um, talked about, which was that. um that um you know there was obviously the controversy that you know he's playing you know not you know he's a you know he's somebody who's playing trying to play as a spanish actor and he's not a spanish actor you know something like that yeah so there's the way that brown this guy, skin yeah he's playing brown skin whatever so and uh, supposedly the way that they addressed it was no he's not he's just he was a jewish kid that grew up in the hood with all these other guys which would have been great but I was looking for that part to be just like not to bring up. It was not mentioned at all. Yeah, but you know how you could tell, the, and and it, it instantly I knew I noticed it was there were a lot of moments that he was there that everybody was talking Spanish and he didn't. He just spoke. He responded in English, or they'll talk to him in English, and he responded in English. No, and that's not fine, meaning that I he's. That, I think I think if he would have started speaking like full on Spanish throughout the whole thing. Like with an accent and everything, then they would have been like, "Uh, he's brown facing," but because well, he just, I think that would be the only thing. But I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. He, he's a great actor, and mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I could see why people would say it or assume it without watching the movie. Um, being that predominantly ninety percent of the cast were Hispanic, and you know that's another thing I was gonna say is. For what, like, basically, like, I, nothing against the actors. I think the actors that were in the movie were, were okay. I just felt it was miscast for me. Um, just because, I don't know, like I said, I didn't really care for the the main actor. Not that I cared, like, he did a bad job. I don't think he did a bad job at all. I just think that, you know. Wait, is there a difference he, of what he was given that, was, that, was, that didn't make him appealing to you? Or is it his acting that did it? Because that's two different things there. No, okay, so this is what I mean. Um, something about, something like, because, you know, I, you know, like, for example, The Rock. The Rock is the, the most difficult part for the, the diff, most difficult role I think The Rock can play is a villain. You know, some people just have a charismatic uh, perspective and, like, you know, they portray a very specific type of person and maybe that's just their, their level of acting skill set. 
Um, but when it comes to that actor, um, I thought he was pleasant, but I, like, I was expecting somebody who was going to be like intense, like, um, Ethan Hawke in the first, uh, in training day, you know, he was a likable kind of like naive person, but at the end of the movie, I felt him to be dangerous. I felt him to be desperate. And, yeah. you know, I felt that this actor didn't really portray like that intensity or, or that fear. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't feel like I would be afraid if I was in front of him, you know, because again, he's a very, I think he was a good actor. I think he's very, you know, whatever. But, and I, Honestly, I'm looking at his, his, you know, his, 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 um, his, uh, his like filmography, and I think he actually, if he would have taken on a different look, it would have been better. But he picked a very clean cut look, and I think that took away from any intensity he could have brought to the role. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that was just it. But also the other the other the other choice that that was a little different for me was um, um, the the uh, the comedian George um, Lopez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was he, he was a little bit He wasn't out of place. there for Yeah, because it he wasn't there for any kind of like comedy relief. He was there as a as an intense, you know, person. You know, he was supposed to be like somebody you're supposed to be afraid of. And I I mean and it's again not not to his acting, but maybe it could be because of his history that you just didn't see that from him. Yeah, you didn't um, you so, didn't take him seriously. Yeah, so there was a lot of parts of the movie that kind of took me out of it. And uh, that's I think that that didn't help with uh, everything that happened. Honestly, don't um, there was there was a certain part towards the end that got me back into it a little bit. But again, that was just it. I just felt like if they would have focused on the actors and the character builds and like kind of really tell their s- story, I would have been more invested in it. But I felt like it was more about the overall story and all these little parts that they were trying to get into. If they would have kept the story simple and just were just get more character development um it would have been it would have played a way better yeah no agreed i completely agreed on that how many so, well let's get into the nickies i give this two and a half nickies two and a half nickies wow um yeah no i i did like the movie i did like what it was with what what was there um and i don't like to give bad reviews based on potential versus what they give i'm trying to give you know so I'm gonna give this. Um, I'm probably gonna be the only person that really does this. I'm probably gonna give it three and a half Nikki's. Okay. Yeah. So we're in the yeah, three average. I, this, this is not getting good reviews overall, like out there. And, uh, I, and I, honestly, I, I don't. I haven't read any reviews on it. Well, I read it afterwards because I I know um I had seen it somewhere where I think if you go based on let's say Rotten Tomato, um it got 19. percent Oh. And and I started reading about it. I'm like, and people are bashing it. I'm like, it just feels weird to bash it so aggressively. You know, it, there's there's good parts of the movie. The movie had some good parts to it. It could have been better, but I don't think it's in in any kind of way bad. Yeah, but there there was a lot of foreshadowing in this movie, and a lot of things that were very predictable. That I was like, you could have just taken those scenes out because you didn't need it to to tell us what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like there was there was things in the movie that I was watching with my wife and and I'm like mm-hmm. this isn't happen right now and she's like what and then I'm like it happened just how I said it and I was like yeah yeah it's predictable it's very too foreshadowing it was very, a lot of foreshadowing at the beginning of the movie or towards the middle towards about the middle that you're like oh well, this is why and you know something this. okay so um 
do you remember uh, there was a movie with Emily Blunt, um, uh, Sicario? Uh-huh. I wouldn't say that movie is call it specifically predictable, but I kind of saw the ending coming up in a certain way. But the movie did this great job of like controlling the feeling. Like it felt dark. Like you felt, you felt like, ew. And, but that's the, that's the whole point of the movie. So although I think, yeah, I think you're right, possibly the predictability of it. But I think if you, even the predictability of it, if you do it well, where the intensity of everything that occurs leaves it, leaves the person like kind of feeling that afterwards, it's a successful movie. Yeah. Um, so you're right. I, they're, they're, because a lot of these movies, especially when it comes to this kind of like, you know, kind of genre, drug dealing, whatever type of movie, you could see certain things playing out. Um, but yeah, it, I just, the feeling could have definitely been better. So, um, so we got two and a half and three and a half Nikki's. So we're at an average of three. All right, guys. Anyway, average of three. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nerds in This City. Or you can send us emails at Nerds in the City Podcast at gmail.com for any reviews, comments, concerns, topics you want us to discuss, movies you want us to review, or just to talk to us and just let us know you want to hang out with us. And as always, guys, send a nerd, bring a nerd, tell a nerd. All right, everyone. Have a great week. <laughs>